know these bitches very well Some of them tried to diss me Tell them hoes to kiss my derriere Now I got my money right Now I got my swagger back And I got determination Boy, you ain't got half of that Man, oh man, welcome back to the Down 5 Podcast, you motherfuckers. Ooh, you dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> you dirty, hey, you know what, I just I thought about it. I can't it. cuss this episode. Yeah, that you is You right. dirty motherfuckers. Now I gotta think Uffers. back, now I gotta think back and remember in our conversation earlier if I, he was cussing. I gotta, I gotta think back to it now. You know what, I didn't at all. And that's it. I know, right? That, that, yeah. First we'll, off, we'll, we'll. I really get a pass because I'm not going to tell everyone what we talked about for oh, my no. little kickback tonight at my spot. Right, 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 and, right. And the things that I'm going to turn a blind eye to. Right, right. But, you know. You know it's a few uh, baddies uh, going to be up in there, right? Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. You yeah, know that, right? Yeah, yeah. But that, But that might be even more of a reason for me to be like, you know, well, no, that'd probably be more. Yeah, you. you go. <laughs> hey, take a shot, take a shot. <laughs> hey, come here, take a shot. With you know what I'm saying? Take a shot, take a shot. I do. Know? I do have a. I have a goal in mind tonight. I'm gonna share it with you later. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna okay. do it in here. Um, yo, so before the, okay, so I, I want to tell everybody. We have like some of the best conversations before the pod starts. Heck yeah. Believe it or not. Like Heck, I yeah. we come in with the shit cuz we don't see each other all week. Right. We right. don't really talk that much during the week, you know, you working and shit like but I kind of like it cuz it gives us so much content on exactly. Saturday. We haven't seen each other. So Exactly. We were talking about uh I said the first rap song. I said when's the, when was cuz I know Gator's old. I'm like when was the first rap yeah, song? I'm, like I'm, I'm asking you like you old as shit. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I said, my dad said, "1970." He goes, "I remember back." So Gator goes, "I remember back in 1970. It was a song called Rapper's Delight." Right, exactly. And oh, it was a delight. <laughs> you know, and, and what's so messed up about it is that you know, I, I thought that that was pretty much hip hop, like, like you know, history, lore, and yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but. I do realize that that was probably a long time ago because now I realize that that was like 40 years ago. You know, some things <laughs> yeah. get, you know, lost over time. Lost in the sauce. Well, this is the thing I said. I was like, I said rap has changed so much. Yeah. And you said that rap has regressed. And yeah. I think you were speaking on like mumble rappers and stuff. But I made a point and said that even back in your day, y'all had bullshit too. Y'all yeah. had mumble. Like, the only thing, this is the thing, when when um, older cat, like old heads, I don't really consider you an old head, because you're 30, I'm 40, we're kind of like in that same bracket, but if you yeah. were 50, if you were 50, Gator, your ass would be an old head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, you, no, you'd no, be I'll... like, oh, gee, but, but this is the thing I was saying was, um, yeah. I'm sorry, not to cut you off, because I want to lose this point, because it's very important. I made a point that even back in your day... There was bullshit out there, and there were mumble rappers, same as it is now. So, like, when old heads say, we didn't have shit like that back in our day. We had real hip-hop. It's like, nah, y'all had ODB. Like, you telling me, oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. That shit right, is, that's hard? Right. That's hip-hop? 
I, you know what was the song you were playing to me that was mumbled? Like you said, it was like like I, I like I said, I would take it back all the way to like Dos FX. You know oh, what I'm saying? But they want FX. I mean, cause, oh by the way, everybody, Happy New Year! I see all the Happy New Years going Happy on. Happy New in the Year, Gary King! Happy New Year, Thank bro! You, fuck, Yarnell Harris! Happy birthday to you! You actually had a birthday yesterday, so well on the first. So happy birthday to you, New Year's babies! Wow, that's <laughs> you know? fucked up. And then happy. <laughs> And your Der- birthday Der- on the first. Derek finally came in early. Derek was like, like oh, happy, happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. See, we talking about some real stuff, Derek. Stick right, around. Right, right, right. We want to talk Stick about around. other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to talk ju- about other stuff. But today. just in good spirit, dick. <laughs> dick, 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 dick. You can't say that? Yes, I can. That's not a cuss word. Oh, st- wait a minute. It's Hold not. On. Wait a minute. We got to validate that. Dick is not a that. cuss word. Um... Y'all want me to fail this challenge so bad. Dick you is have not to, a bad word. You have to put asterisks on it when you put it, like when you write Dick's it out. Dick Sporting Goods. I I don't think they're referring penis. to penises. Penis, yeah. penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like changing over to penis. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, and Erica, happy new year to you. <laughs> All right. Is there a theme song to happy new year? There's not a happy new year. I just I just did like a remix, a happy birthday, just to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God there's not one. <laughs> and the new year is whatever song is playing at twelve when everybody's turning up in the club. That's your song. Hey, you know what? My favorite She's new year so song wasted. was uh, I'm so wasted. Tell the bar Ted and said before the bar chases. <laughs> My yeah. favorite new year's was when uh, Drop It Like It's Hot came out. Oh. Because in the club, yeah, yeah, oh. well, no, him's in the living room. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When Bruh, the pigs try to get you, I don't know what it was about like that particular year, but uh-huh. I remember everybody was just on it, and it was, you know, what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> like, yo, that's what brings me back. We were talking about the golden era of yeah. hip hop. Oh, and by the way, I wasn't saying that 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 hip hop is regressed per se. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that there's there's been cycles. Defend like it'll yourself. it'll get there, and then it'll regress, and then it'll go back up, and it'll regress, and then it'll go back up, and and regress like you know there's always some bs that's been hip-hop on. though period. but that's hip-hop that's just hip-hop like with the dos fx thing i felt like you know it was it was some it was some bullshit like looking back on it it was some bullshit but during the time that it was out it was like some unique shit like a lot of people were on some like you know like real lyrical type shit and then you had dos fx who was dropping lyrics it's just that the lyrics didn't make no damn sense in mm. context to shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the same but now, it was though. a creative type of way that they would push shit. You know, push shit together. Mm. Um, yeah, but then there's a lot of there was a, there was a lot of bullshit that was out there. But here's the thing: I think every generation has this bullshit. I think this this last one has more bullshit than normal I because agree. a lot of people can just do that shit. From you know what I'm saying, from they they bathroom now, and you got motherfuckers who don't have no business even desiring to want to be a uh, a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who be like sitting there, you know, in their closet because they partner got a a, a fruit loop track. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, you <laughs> like, know it's, it's cats that looked at Cash Money and thought that that was some bullshit. Believe it or not. Well. There's well, always there's, there's somebody that's of, too woke for hip hop. Yeah. That's like, man, I miss the Nas, yeah. KRS One, Common, LL, like my fucking dad. Like, there's people like that that oh, yeah. are annoyed by good shit, though. Oh yeah, there like was, Cash Money was a movement, but I guarantee there's somebody from that era to be like, man, that's when the bullshit started. 
Oh yeah, and 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 I just might be coming tonight. We gotta see how that how that's going. We gotta see how it's going. Oh, she asked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man, like, um, well, what was the golden era of hip hop? What did we decide? Early two thousands. I say ninety five, probably to like early two thousands, like two thousand and three ish. So you feel like it was about a ten year run? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna dispute that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a little bit longer than that, because um, we didn't really start. I didn't start experiencing this mumble rap to this extent until probably 25, 24, 25. So I'm gonna say 2014. I'm gonna dispute that. I'm gonna say 2014, about 94 to 14. Because basically, you're saying when Pop Big was running the game. Uh, well, you know, they died pretty young, though. It wasn't yeah. around that long. Yeah, so Pop, you're not actually died, talking just yeah. about them. Right, right. Because Nas was in 97 and yeah. Pac was in uh, 96. See, I think, of, um, I think of early 2000s as just that particular era being a golden era. B- but that's my age as well. But that's when, you know, you got the G units. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when 50 dropped G unit and then Nas, I think Nas dropped one mic. You had M in his prime mm-hmm. at the time. I would say probably to about 2005. Mm-hmm. I mean, not saying that there wasn't good, good shit that came out after. Jay was in his prime. But just saying that when that era dropped, you mm-hmm. had, you know, not just your, your J's, your, um, your, your bigs, your pox, your Nas's. You even had DMX drop then. Oh, Eminem yeah. dropped during, yeah. you know, during that, that five-year period. DLP. You know what I'm saying? You well, had, that was nice. Yeah, nice. You had a lot of motherfuckers. As a matter of fact, hell, um, No Limit was during that, you know oh, what I'm saying, yeah. that time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was like every year was just like a whole new, like, you yeah. know, new direction for, for hip-hop is where it's going. Lauren Hill, I want to say, when did The Miseducation drop? Uh, that is definitely. I want to say, Miseducation was okay. I think it was a. Year it was around ninety seven because yeah. Eminem made a diss on Slim Shady LP. Yeah, was talking about Lauren Hill. Yeah, so that had to drop around ninety six, ninety seven. Right. I I feel you now. I think. And then Outkast dropped. Yeah, man. That. You know fuck. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it yeah. was just so. Bow Wow. Yeah. No, no, oh, oh God. Romeo. Hey, look. Oh man, we Jay Quan. <laughs> man, we had to hit, bro. You can't lie though. Bow Wow was the shit back then. Oh man, why everybody be shitting on Bow Wow? Couldn't say Bow Wow and Romeo biggest rap beef of my era. Bruh, I don't think they ever up. really did anything. Hey, that was worse other. than Hey, that was worse than Pac and Big. That was worse than Pac and Big. No, Bow <laughs> Wow, Romeo. They had little girls fighting all over the country. Right. I mean. That shit was real. It was worse than Death Row. That shit was worse than uh when Pac left Death Row. It was a big deal. It was a big deal because oh, let me tell you something. Oh, I had to choose sides oh, when I was hey, a kid. Hey, while we talking My about sister that, made me choose. While we talking about that, that golden age also had the rise of P. Diddy, bro. Like when he started Oh bro, yeah. that whole like that that whole era right there was yeah. defined by like the the Mason, you know, the big shiny yeah, after suit type big, thing. Yeah, yeah, bro, that Ma- was like yo, Mace is so underrated. Hell yeah, Mace is Hell so yeah. underrated, bro. I fuck, I really like, I really love Mace, man. He's like he would, he's like in my top fit, top twenty. Happy New Year, Jay. What's up? <laughs> Cause say who authorized the release of that song? Don't want no short, short man. Um, 
I don't know. You talking about? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had it. Nah. Uh, no, no, but it, that was some bullshit too. However, <laughs> that was pretty fire, bro. <laughs> but it was. He, at least he was lyrically sound. <laughs> oh, and, and then we can't forget about the fact that '96 ish on up. Yeah. I mean, you saw kind of the 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 kind of the the East Coast West Coast thing kind of subside a little bit more after yeah. Big died. Yes. But then you start seeing a lot more of the Snoops and the you know yeah. what I'm saying all that kind of stuff, bro. It was. That ten year period was like popping, bro. It was, I mean, I, I would, I can't, I, I wouldn't dispute you to say that that was the golden era. Uh, yeah, I mean, the golden era. Yeah, I, I would say that. I, I, I can yeah, give you that. But you know. see, because my thing is, early two thousands was so good too, though. Um, Heck yeah. But I feel like you ever feel like it was a certain artist that really ran that genre. You know how like when Jordan was in the game was like nobody really shined like that. I feel like hip hop in early two thousands, because when you if you said all right DJ first thing come to mind early two thousands I'd be like G Unit, Fifty Cent, Lloyd Banks, Young Buck they was running shit. G- yeah, Lloyd G- dropped his solo album, uh, M. You know like you got like these people at the forefront that was like really just running shit for like a for long real. time. Man, I can't even. And then Scarface was dropped. Scarface when he dropped that was ninety seven I believe with the Mary 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 Mary. Like, I mean, that whole, like, bow, bow, bow. bruh, that whole titty, God, that was, I'm thinking about it now, yeah. It was so much, like, yeah. memorable it's hip-hop a golden era. from then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's golden Yeah, era. I mean. But if you really want to make a perfect playlist, you just incorporate all of that early 2000s with the 90s, yeah. uh, mid to late 90s. Right. And and you know what, though? I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm about to blow your fucking mind. What is the golden era of R&B? Ooh, it that's a good now. question. It changes now, doesn't it? Because <clears throat> the golden era of R&B really is kind of, it really is defined by who you really, or, or what you consider like good R&B. A lot of people will say that it was like the the late 80s to early 90s. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right around 95-ish. Um, I'm never hearing people, that. Uh, there's a lot of people who say that because that's when you had your Freddie Jacksons, Keith Washingtons, that smooth Luther Vandross. Yeah. Um, you know, you had a lot of that smooth R&B out there, New Edition, um, a lot of those groups that were out there who were really kind of Nita Baker, yeah. Stephanie Mills. You know, that's like a lot of those old heads. They they feel like that was probably the last of the real R&B. But me that's personally, not true at all. Yeah, me personally, I think. You know, when you go into like the early nineties, when you had your Jodeces and you mm-hmm. had your, you know, well, boys to men and shy, you know, what I, I hear the most from anyone I've asked that, and I always I love to have that R and B debate yeah. because people say, "Oh, R and B's dead" and all this other shit, and I, I don't agree, but it'll never be what it was between ninety five to about two thousand and five. So late 90s, early 2000s is the biggest debate that I hear. Most people say that's where it was. When you had um, Aaliyah and you had fucking, um, uh, uh, fucking my brain just slipped. And I feel like Aaliyah was kind of like, as much as I loved Aaliyah, I, I, I mean, she wasn't really, I mean, so the one thing that those that late 80s argument has is talent. Like they, they if you listen to the, the singers during that time, that was just no auto tune, no fix, no nothing, and they was like legit, just like 
these amazing voices that were out there. Like, you know, there still are. It was there there are some that are amazing, but not amazing. Like if you take a Luther Vandross, oh yeah, they got people who got voices like him. There's I, I if you you could list every R&B artist that has come in the last 40 years. There's not a lot of voices like a Lisa Fisher or like a um a Peebo Bryson or like, you know, it's it's those voices are stupid. I'm going to tell you the difference though, Gator. You know, even like your Jodeces, they don't Well, know. let me tell you the difference. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the difference. Back in those times, they didn't have as many effects to put on those voices. Remember we were talking yeah, earlier about, yeah. I said productions improved and yeah. stuff. So you can literally take someone who cannot sing. Right, exactly. And give them some auto-tune, give them some, you know, some uh, right. uh, some reverb and stuff. So, But back in the day, you didn't have it's it. raw talent. It's exactly. you and the mic, and we mixing this bitch on a two-track, right. and we got to go through all right. this. Hard. So they didn't have time to be... Tweaking your shit, and they didn't have all the stuff. Yeah, so I give you that. Um, but I still appreciate R and B now. Like I still, I, I like the Summer Walkers, the LMAs. Um, love Chris Brown. Uh, I think Chris Brown's one of the greatest in my top five. Um, but uh, anywho, uh, God, I gotta think about that as far as the top five R and B. That's tough. I think we talked about it. We talked yeah, about yeah, it with yeah. uh with old girl uh old girl um. Girl used to be on the, our podcast. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh girl, shit. I don't. I think I, I might have made a resolution. I don't remember her name in twenty one. So, oh, <laughs> forgive me if I don't know who the fuck you are anymore. I don't know. Um. Oh, welcome back to the Down Five Podcast. <laughs> I am Rostin, and to my right is. Gator Beater Baby Alligator Aloysius Beater at your service, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Pie hounds are scabby wet. Them down five boys. I'd like to present to you the most misogynistic podcast this side of Eastern Kakalaki. And Northern America. What's cracking? What's happening? Hey. Man, we got <laughs> the comments is buzzing, man. Okay. Oh, man. You can get to them because I got to play something for you. say, uh, about that Bow Wow with Romeo Beef? He Biggest was like, beef. He said, you you, uh, you don't know how many people was losing blood in the schoolyard over that beef, man. I was scared in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, look. It, it, it must have been going down, down. You know? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yarnell said there was some church singers back then. In the eighties, that was they sang. They used to sing. You know who Fantasia still has kind Love of that vibe. That vibe. Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan. She's another one. Jennifer she Hudson. Got that vibe. Jennifer Hudson. You're forget. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. It, it's some. It's some. But they it's haven't some, really did nothing since like late two thousands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they haven't dropped nothing recently. And they need to, man. They really definitely need to. Oh man. I have a segment. Jerry that said, it, "Don't forget Mariah Carey." I mean, she, that was uh, yeah. No, Mariah's uh, Ma- got a voice. The it's one shaking. thing I can always give her. She's a studio singer. I mean, no, no, not then though. You ever not heard her back live? Then. Yeah, not back then. She was. You uh, heard her live? Yeah. You think bro. that scream shit? Now I don't know. I don't know what it is now. What happened to her voice? But I'm talking about like early '90s. It's an unpopular opinion, but I don't think Mariah's that great. Not of a singer. She's not, a she dropped something. I don't think bangers. She, not anymore. But like early '90s, like I think some people 
Oh. Lose, oh. lose the voices. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they lose the oh. voices. What the hell is that? That's you. Oh! <laughs> That's you. Hey, so I got a segment dedicated. <laughs> the hell is that? Oh! What the this fuck? segment is called Gator Gay Shit. I told you I was going to get my arsenal ready and the I hell? got it for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play these in That unison. didn't really sound gay shit. That sounded kind of fire right there. That sounded like some shit that'll be on the shine well, album. Remember we talked about production? <laughs> I do mix and master this podcast. All right, I'm just going to play these. So I'm, I'm going to play these going down the line. Y'all tell me oh, how shit. gay this shit sounds. Y'all ready? Oh! He had that big booty. The <laughs> more meat, the better. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. I'm a hell of a woman. You gay, bro. The fuck? You post you up and get in there. Because <laughs> he got a big ass booty. <laughs> you got a big dick. <laughs> I have top men. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this, y'all. You got a big dick. <laughs> I have top men. Did we just like... <laughs> Yo, do we have a Gator Gay shit soundboard going on look. right now? Uh, more meat the better. <laughs> What's got me in tears is this shit right here. You got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Hey, you know what? Oh my god. Gator said. I have, Gator said. You got a big dick. <laughs> That's some bullshit. Hey, so. Hey, I don't. Hey, he said it. He said it, y'all. Like. <laughs> hey, look, you said I this too. I must retaliate. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. I got to watch. I got to watch. Big because remember, no cussy cussies. Okay. <laughs> cussy cussies. You know? I, uh, oh, I, I'm like, whoa. Hey, so now I got to make sure that I, I, I collect for my equipment fund. So uh-huh. I could come. <laughs> <laughs> you gay, so bro. So I could like, you, you gay, know what I'm saying, clip out all of the stuff. <laughs> look at this, look at this. Uh, he had that big booty. He did, Gator. He <laughs> had that big booty. Hey, man, fat look. You know. He was going to post you up and get in there. Damn, Gator. Hey, he was going to get up you in know, there. You know, <laughs> this makes an important point. How gay is it for somebody to say he's gonna post you up and this, get in here? This this makes an important point, <laughs> viewers and listeners. Oh god. About context. <laughs> Look at this shit. Because he got a big ass booty. What man what were you talking about? You said he had a big ass booty. I was talking about None uh, of us know what you're talking big about. Choke, man. Well who are you talking about here? You got a big dick. <laughs> who was you who got a big dick, Gator? That's what the motherfucker told me. Hey, no, again. <laughs> Context <laughs> matters. No, it doesn't. You said what you said, bro. You should have never said this stuff, man. You know? Hey, so. You gay, bro. So this is the thing, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Thumbs down, number one. Oh, oh wait a minute. Why what was you... that about? Hey, you know what? I That part. <clears throat> I feel like it would be some fire ass fucking like you put that like I said you throw that still on a shine track that oh, shit would be that one oh, that, oh, that one that oh you had that big oh oh <laughs> <laughs> damn Gator I, I mean, mean hey <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute so you can say dick but you can't say damn yeah I can't shit is that okay just give me my just give me my punishment I'm not gonna last I, <laughs> I've you can do this. I was like five, bro. You can do this. Uh, all right, we y'all. can do this. If I have to go without goddamn tequila. Oh, 
<clears throat> for those who don't know, because I don't think we really like touched on it like uh-huh. that. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but like, so what we're doing is we are doing a January challenge, which I already lost. Oh shit! I know. Well, not, not really. <clears throat> not not technically. I'll let I'll let a few slide because it's 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 you know. We we getting into it. It's hard stopping certain things cold yeah. turkey. Yeah, you know, especially cussing. Yeah, cussing, cussing, and, and, and I would say almost <laughs> as hard as me stopping drinking because yeah, if you stopping cussing, I mean it's such a natural flow, you know. I mean, and then you ain't gotta have a bottle in front of you to cuss. So you know, he, he it's, it's <laughs> difficult. I I agree. I agree. It's difficult. You know. So it's Man, gonna be a long those... comment right there. What, who's saying what? What is that? Oh, How about a long ass comment. <laughs> oh, that's Cuz. Cuz say. Oh, he was talking about the R and B thing, man. He was like, "That's because the label classic R and B singers, them singers, was living what they were singing, really was going, and is going through relationship issues filled with <coughs> domestic violence, drugs, and divorce." That is very true. Like back in the seventies, them motherfuckers wasn't just saying about shit; they was actually going through that shit. Well, that Martha goes back to... with this shit. He got killed by a daddy. You know, Al yeah. Green had a hot pot of grits through Allegedly. him because. Well, this is the thing though. Yeah. Uh, we we this goes back to wanting our R and B singers to be depressed. We love them to be going through something. Right, right. Like Keisha Cole. Yeah, we we want her we shit. we feel like Keisha Cole is is the motherfucker who be sitting the motherfucker. I'm gonna catch that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? She be waiting to put on right. album. We, we want Jasmine me. Sullivan to really be a bitter motherfucker to be Got like you. you know. So, but but those motherfuckers they don't really do that like that for real no more. However. Back then, the motherfuckers was really going through that shit. Betty Wright and all the motherfuckers cheating on, you know, this person and that person. And, yeah. you know, it's like, damn, like, why, why do we want that? I mean, we, R. We, Kelly we, breaking oh, yeah, over R. his 13 year old girlfriend. Yeah, R. Kelly was we just waiting really for him to break like, up with his 14 year old girlfriend. Right, right. R. Kelly was really living that like, shit. Like, think about these lyrics. <laughs> she was raised in Illinois, right outside of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Like, he wasn't supposed to be seeing that little girl that was raised outside. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I, I, I just everything he say now, I take it into a deeper. Some of the best cooking you ever had. It was probably her mama that was cooking. That, for exactly. Them. Not her. It was probably it was probably her mom. Because she can't cook nothing but noodles. You know? She's 14. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. And then mom was cooking this stuff. And by the big big mama was like, oh, you got Robert coming over, right. girl. We gotta make a first impression on him. You never mm-hmm. know. You're not fucking him right now. I'm not fucking him, mama. Okay, I believe you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to go sit in my room Don't and you love you know, these parents? turn the music up all the way for a while, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the okay. documentary? Remember the documentary? With this oh, R. Yeah. Kelly shit, and the parents were just looking at you dead in your face saying yeah. that they didn't think nothing was going on. I didn't think on. anything was going I on. I let my 14-year-old daughter go stay with R. Kelly for a couple weeks. I didn't think anything was wrong Deshaun with that. jumped in. What it do, my G? What it do, man? What up? What What's up? What's up, boy? Welcome to the Down 5 Podcast. What's up, boy? Man. You got some more comments? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heck, yeah. Oh, man. Top five, ter- five. Oh, Mariah Carey, Chris Brown, Tyrese, Justin Bieber, Boys to Men. And oh, I ain't mad. Oh man, I don't know about I mean, Justin, except, man. Except, oh, what? I think you got the wrong Justin, man. Oh, you know what? I, I won't debate that. I think you got the wrong Justin. <laughs> no, I mean, but you know what though? 
Because for Justin a minute, Timberlake. early 2005, yeah, I mean, I mean early 2000s, He's R&B, pop, though. Dirty pop. Is. Remember, he's the one that dropped Dirty Pop. Right. Dirty Pop. Right, right. Oh, and I forgot, cuz. I forgot you in Chicago. He said R. Kelly was seen on my lunch period a few times back in the day. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. We have a testimony. <laughs> Look. Straight, straight from the shop. <laughs> Look, I, I've heard that <laughs> before. You've heard that, that he before? was. Yeah, that he, he well on the documentary they talk about how much he loved McDonald's, which oh hey, yeah, some, <laughs> wow, which for some reason that's some real bullshit. Was his favorite <laughs> thing to order like a Happy Meal? Uh, you know what? Probably he probably brought them girls straight through the drive-throughs. Like, girl, you can get whatever you want. He, the, this then, is your song for real, no <laughs> right, right. What you want, baby? And she'd be like, Oh, let me get a Happy Meal. He'd be like, Which toy you like? He already know what's up. Oh man, and then he was you know like, what, yeah, though? exactly. He was getting them the toy and everything. They was like, oh, it's the hamburger. You know what I'm saying? You know what though? I think we should stop talking about this right now. Because I feel like I got some jokes I want to tell and I'm gonna stop. <laughs> we gonna get it. <laughs> Shout out to them them little girls that help R. Kelly write. We got a salute to them. Because <laughs> he, he never wrote he wrote the, the well, bangers they were the, with They them. were the inspiration. <laughs> for yeah, I don't know. That feels kind of sick. It's fucked but, up, but you know what? <laughs> right, got to be some bad for some good. What Dave Chappelle say on one of stand ups? He was like, um, "Damn, he he robs. No, he kills. No, he's talking about Bill Cosby. Oh yeah. What was the quote? I can't remember. He the rapes, exact... but he saves. Right, right. Exactly. He rapes, but yeah. he saves. So y'all got to think like. People don't realize it. I'm gonna get serious for a second, even though this does gonna, gonna sound like a joke, <laughs> but it's not a joke. Everything in history, anything good, there was some bad. Like the richest people in the world, they fucked somebody over at some point. Somebody got raped or killed. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. Right. So, of course, R. Kelly rapes, but he saves us with his music. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anybody. I know some babies who've been born because of R. Kelly's music. But, exactly. There we go. But, we'll but, roll with but, that because here's the thing. When a woman's fed up, are y'all really ready to unrape somebody for for that song to never be never be out? I probably would go. I I I I I'm okay with 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 some unraping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with some unraping. You know what I'm saying? You like, know what? I'm going PC on this one. I'm not. I'm, I'm okay not getting with some canceled because I can. T- I'm not getting canceled. <laughs> you ready? You ready? Y'all ready to go unrape for for a Leah one in a million and never come out? No, that was a Timberland song. Man, R. Kelly's writing that. her shit though. Timberland, no, that was a Timberland one. That was that was actually one All of the right. first Timberland. Are y'all ready to unrape for like seventy percent of Leah's songs never to come out? I wouldn't say seventy. Like like once she got with Timberland, I think she did the most prolific work. But like I think about thirty percent. About thirty percent of okay, R. Kelly's song. Y'all ready for thirty percent of her catalog? Um Yo, un- I'll unrape for that. I'll unrape I'm for that. Yeah. I'll for Leah, I'll, I'll unrape because it's yeah. not yeah. <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's yeah. But but if y'all gonna take away, I wish, I wish, I wish. There's a lot of people I who will be wish, like, yeah, I, I wish, I, I wish. He was singing about his mama. Like, so y'all can y'all not finna go unrape for that. Okay, that I, is a fucking banger. That is one of my favorite R&B songs of all time. I I, I, I probably still would unrape for that. Gator's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want anyone raped. <laughs> right. I don't want anybody raped. It's know? necessary. Like, he I, rapes, I, but he saves, uh, Gator. 
I don't know. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't think, I don't think it's a correlation. Gators don't want to get canceled so bad. I don't think it's the proper correlation. <laughs> like, you are so you scary. Know what I'm you are a scary little man. I, I, I was just like, I don't. I, I can't don't, cuss. So you are a scary man. <laughs> scary <laughs> little man. Scary. I don't know. I just feel like, you know. Rape is probably worse. <laughs> like, like there's, there's some songs I like to jam too. Right, you know, so I can yeah. I can do it out here, and I wish, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, yeah, <laughs> like you know, I mean, there, now there's a lot of people who who beg to differ on that one, but not nah, not me, not me. I I think you know he uh, rapes, but he saves. Yeah, like I like I haven't watched the Cosby Show, and I loved the Cosby Show. I would I would definitely take back all of that. Let's. Get the, the yeah, the, for sure. I feel like it's a more solid argument against R. Kelly than Bill Cosby, though. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Bill like, Cosby didn't influence my life. I mean, because even when I heard Eddie Murphy stand up when he was shitting on Bill Cosby, I was like, damn, finally, somebody says it. Somebody says that he's really feeling himself. I mean... Bill Cosby always... Bill Cosby was feeling himself, but I feel like a lot of the chicks was feeling it too. And I really believe mm. when they like, well, he drugged me and he didn't... I think like anytime that you have allegations that come up like freaking 20 years after the fact, mm. I, I mean, I get it. But some of the some of the stuff was kind of shady. Like like we went up there to do drugs, and all of a sudden, you know, I was drugged. This happened, and I was drugged, and you know, I was like, huh? All right, let's like, steer like, clear from this. Like, like, Doug like, Williams speaks on Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let's not do this. Oh, <laughs> let's because, stay away. <laughs> because thanks, uh, y'all don't know the pain seeing your sixteen year old high school sweetheart leaving in an R Kelly Jeep. Damn, hey, man, that's messed up, bro. I'm sorry about that, man. <laughs> like like, hey, I'm look. sorry about that. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Uh, it, it, it could be that that probably was rough. You know, and she was more I, like I mean, she I was had, more like 15. I think you're giving him a bone here. She was girl, probably 15. I had a little chick that I was messing with. She was a sophomore. Uh, ended up fucking Tupac once. Now that and, and, and that was fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah, that's yeah, fucked that up. was kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But it, I, in a way, I was kind of like, well, I be. It was Tupac. I, I get it. You can't be mad. You know what I'm saying? Guess. But, like, still. <laughs> I mean, still, I'm not going to fucking talk to you anymore. But right, exactly. Kudos to you. Exactly. You know, when, don't talk. That was when Club 504 was open. Yeah. In Baton Rouge. Man. And I was I was already dating an older chick. She was, like, 19. I was, like, 17. So, mm. I was, like, yeah. But, she they came down, and I was, like, you know, calling her, seeing if she wanted to go to the spot. She ain't answer. She was out with you. I uh, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, she told me about it the next day. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't even believe her. I'd be like, yeah, okay. I, I feel like she was probably being honest because you don't usually tell your man, hey, I, I fucked this other dude last night. That's true. <laughs> yeah, know? I don't think you would. Yeah. You'd be like, I had a good time last night. but You like, know what? Knowing <laughs> me. I would be like, how was it? Oh, man. Oh, I want to know if I'm doing some... I want to know if I'm doing Tupac fucking. I want to know if I was on his level. But go ahead. <laughs> that was an interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because then it was like, oh, well, okay. I feel better now. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Because... Nah, nah, I, I don't want to speak on that man. What he yeah, did. Yeah, I feel like you're not saying much. But yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna. 
get into that, but I know, yeah. <laughs> My cousin said, keep your head up, Gator Tail Park. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> See, he he takes, but he saves. Tupac <laughs> takes your girl, but he saves. He probably made a really good song after fucking her. Oh, I mean, freaking Italian her. was a beast, so yeah, I can see that. All right, cool. So, I'll let that one go. Are you keeping it? Oh, okay, I'll let that one go. Uh, du- all right, so remember, we were talking last week, we were talking about Doug Williams. Uh, we were talking about like comedians that would go like head to head, that would be really good. And we were saying Jamie Foxx would be like a runner up. Remember how he did Doug Williams on that? Uh, when he was like, uh, I am your conscience. Remember they on that, yeah, that yeah. roast? Well, Doug Williams responded. This is like an old clip, but he was he was talking about that, yeah. that same day and how he felt about it. And this was his response to that. After this Obama, uh, if you guys believe in your ability to change America. I want you to believe in your ability to change America. Yo, I'm so sick of these ads. I'm sick of it. All right, so let me get to the... I can't wait for us to have enough money to get a producer, and they can do this stuff. All right, check this out. <laughs> this is as, it. A, as a fan of, of everyone that was on that stage. And, you know, and, and, and the crazy thing about it was is that when it was happening, because people always said, you know, there was one comeback that I could have said, because at that time, he had just been punched in the face by LL Cool J. Right. I could have yeah. just said, hey, you can say what you want about me, but... <laughs> I didn't bitch out with LL Cool J. Nobody's ever punched me in the face. And I could have said it, but going through, if you go back and when you watch that tape, what I was actually thinking is, I didn't want to be here. You know, this is not what I, and here I am now, absorbing and having to take this, and it's something that I didn't want to do to begin with. And it just goes to the notion of follow your first mind. If you don't feel, which which, which, which goes back to what I said about Joanna Man and being, you know, playing a woman. If your heart is not into something, don't do it. My heart was not into that. And I didn't know he was offered the role of Joanna Man. I heard I, that, but I, I didn't. But I, who would have played it better than yeah. Buddy that play? Uh, what's his name? Um, um, he was in Life, too. He was a gay dude uh, in Life. Orlando Jones, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know he was offered that role. He, he wasn't with it, though. He said he wasn't yeah, going to do it. I mean... These comedians will be quick to get in a dress, though. That's the thing. Like, we talk about... Uh, yeah, a lot of them is like, okay, I'll jump in a dress. Like now, Martin. Dude. Yeah. I, I, some of it, some of those, I feel, are, are, are just like, that's something that they just want to do as a creative outlet or whatever. I feel like that was kind of like the Mrs. Doubtfire type scenario with Martin. Uh, Robin with did the, it. Yeah, yeah, with Robin. Robin did it. And it was, but it was an artistic, like... <laughs> Move in that, and that movie it, it was it was awesome. I love it with Miss you know when they did it with Mrs. Doubtfire. Big Mama's house made sense at the time. Um, now the, the sequels and shit, I was kind of like, bro, really? Yeah, it that just went like, too far. Yeah. I did like the first one, um, but there is a weird thing about that. Yeah, because I know Cat Williams talked about it. I think when they talked because they they're more conspiracy theory based. Like, yeah. oh, it's Illuminati type shit, secret society. You got to be you know basically hazed in. But um, yeah. they do have, but then they do have, well, here's the thing. Martin did it twice. Because on Martin's show, he was the next door neighbor. Right. The, uh, what was her name again? Um, but see, but here's, here's why I'm okay with it in those scenarios. Because those are characters from his stand-up. You know what I'm saying? And he just kind of, 
Yeah, like so he just the girl. Shanae, I believe, wasn't in stand up, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think Shanae is. She might not have been. She may not have been. I I, I, I remember him doing the voice in his stand up, so okay. it may not have been Shanae specifically. Well, yeah, but yeah. he would he would that was his voice for any woman, right? Right. That was right. like as as an alternate. Like if he yeah if he did any kind of skit with that, I, I don't know, but I. Which I didn't mind because I, I wouldn't. I, I think wouldn't he do was it. doing that basically with the Shanae scenario. I think that was more like for for the laugh of you know what I'm saying because he still on that show played a really masculine character and you know almost a little bit overly masculine sometimes yeah. you know. Um, but I think that was just him just using those as like artistic license and 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 because he played multiple characters on that show. Yeah, you know, so that that's a little different. See, like a Tyler Perry is a completely different monster. Because I was going to bring him up next. Uh, yeah, his know. whole career is right. based off of, um, and here's the thing, I think Tyler Perry felt like at, I'm gonna throw him a bone. I felt like at the time when he was writing that because he started as a writer when he was yeah. writing that character, I don't think he felt like anyone else could embody that character the way he could. And that right. could be an egotistical thing, but I think it was the right choice because um, had he had he casted. Um, a woman to play um, Medea, I don't think it would have hit the same. And maybe it wouldn't. Maybe anyway. we're biased as fuck because it's. I mean, it's, it's freak because it's all we've ever known. But is I, that okay if I correct myself? They, yeah, yeah. I remember okay, when cool. they when they decided to make the movies, uh-huh. they thought about casting a woman as Medea because. We gotta remember the Medea character goes way, way back. Like when he was doing stage plays. Yeah. And you know, it was like these Christian stage plays that he was doing, like gospel stage plays. But he was a writer. And, um yeah. He had he wrote mm-hmm. this character up. He created Medea. Yeah. That yeah. was my only thing. Like, I just think at that time to They did to, that play at our church. Wow. So that so like that's where it got popping. Yeah. That's I what remember got watching mm-hmm. the plays. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I like the because my thing is this, man. With with Tyler, I got to. That's what I'm saying. I got to throw him a bone because, um, I just don't think he, when he wrote it, he's like, no one can do this character justice, right? And I can act, and I'm not just a writer, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump in this dress, yeah. And I'm gonna play my grandma and your grandma, right? Her, you know, I'm gonna play that right stereotypical uh, grandma. And man, I I'll be honest, hey, man, his really... plays were were see his plays used to have these speeches. Yeah. He would sit down and he would just he would just or Medea would give you advice. Yeah. And right. you'd be glued to the play like and you feel it. Yeah. And so it, I hold I hold it kind of I have a sentimental value to Medea. It, of course, it went out of control. Right, it's right. Halloween, the Medea's Halloween, all this. It, it yeah. really went uh, commercial, but a lot of things do. That's but, what they were saying in the chat too. Yeah, you know, was saying, it went commercial. Yeah, with Medea, the, the shit just took a life of his own. Like, yeah, it did. It did. and I think anytime you have a popular character, that happens. You know, what I'm saying you end up in a thing where you're almost typecast. He went for the money. Of course, but now they he's got a him, billion dollar studio sitting over there. And, uh, they offered him up. <laughs> it looks like they offered him like a five movie deal or a six movie deal, mm-hmm. and he's like, "All right, so I got Diary of a Mad Black Woman. It's gonna be a banger. Mm-hmm. I got uh, what's the? I don't even remember the names. What was the other one with the uh, with uh, Sanaa Lathan? 
When she was with the oh, um, she was like the side chick. She was married. Oh, that was good. And had some good actors in there. Legit, the mama was from Waterboy. Yeah, the mama from Waterboy was in there. Um, God, why somebody's gonna be screaming at us in the comments? Of course, it's it's that. It's um or the man that had the daughters and the baby mama was with the drug dealer. Yeah, daddy's girls or daddy's girls was good. Daddy's little girls. Um, Medea goes. That was really good. That was um that was um Idris Elba's. Yeah. Jump on that one. Medea goes to jail. Yeah, Medea goes to jail was was interesting. Uh, what about the one where she was uh with um Lance Gross? What's his name? Lance Gross. The Is dark it Lance Gross? Or, uh, oh, um. And he had the the he was he was falling in love with that girl that was on drugs. Oh, uh, God, I can't remember none of those. That one's good. That's what I'm saying. You don't know the titles, like, but really you know the movies and how they made right. you feel. So I'm just saying, like, you can't crap. <laughs> you like that? No, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I see that. You jelly, bro. You KY <laughs> jealous right now. Um, you can't crap on Tyler Perry's legacy. The, the only, True. But but we this is what we do to people though. We tear them down when mm-hmm. they go commercial or when they start to like they just take it too far. Yeah. But with these people, they're on go mode. Hey, it, yeah. it, to throw Tyler Perry a bone, he really <laughs> was like, okay, y'all want it. I'm giving exactly. it to y'all because y'all yeah. was buying it. Don't pretend like y'all wasn't in them theaters. Mm-hmm. Y'all was going to see Medea's Halloween bull, whatever that was. I don't know. That was a terrible movie, right? But y'all went and seen it. We watched that Netflix with the dude with the messed up weave. They gave him that lace front or whatever he had on. Ashtray. That's my favorite. Oh, I was I was saying it the other day actually. Oh Ashtray. yeah. Ass straight, bitch. <laughs> like what the? Fuck? You know what I like to do? If I'm dating a girl, I, I do this right. I just I'll do it out the blue. I'll go. Um, I go, baby. Can you give me some water? Yeah, I get some water. As soon as she get in the kitchen and she can't see me anymore, I'll be like, hurry up with my water, ho. <laughs> and they always they oh, all it, it gets a really good laugh but then when i do it again they get pissed they always but yeah, i date black they, women they so probably of course, be like you know don't push it too far yeah don't push black women be, like, be like okay it was funny the first time because i i got this <laughs> with my my ex uh i don't know what her name ashley or whatever i forgot her name when she was like um okay it was funny the first time don't do it again <laughs> see what'll probably happen is she'll be like it's just a second i gotta wait for it to finish boiling not like, hurry up, ho. Because <laughs> he, he has, when you do it too many times, all of a sudden you're going to get like a hot boiling water. You know what I'm saying? You'll be like, oh, shit. And yeah. say, bro, that's, okay, hot grits. People don't understand the, 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 the significance of using hot grits in that scenario. Grits stick. No, people understand. So when them bitches get on you, it's like, ah, I'm melting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, If you really want to do some damage... Throwing some hot grits on somebody. Can you imagine just how bad that would feel? You know what they do in prison? Because my buddy, you know, my buddy, eight years. Yeah. He was talking about this old head in um, in prison. He said they were sitting at this uh, table playing cards. Well, this young cat came in. He was feeling himself. Go and on, he shit. thought that just because this man was old, this man was like 60 years old. So he was like, man, this ain't going to do nothing. He called him a B. You know, you a B. You're not uh, supposed to call nobody that word in prison. Mm-mm. He's like, man, you a B. You ain't going to do nothing, man. I'm not paying you nothing. Uh, so the old man, he said the old head got up and um, went to went right to his cell, grabbed some baby oil, put it in a bowl, and microwaved that thing. Sat by the microwave. Let that thing heat up for a couple minutes. Grabbed it, walked over to him, threw it in his face. Ooh. 
His skin melted off his face. Shit. So that young cat definitely learned a lesson there. I think you should release him after that. I mean, if that happens to you in prison, you, you should that, just be able to go home. Yeah, you, you learned your lesson. Like, you, you got your, your lesson right now, bro. You know, for what real. Get back on them streets. You know, what <laughs> for man? real. Get back on them streets because it, 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 it. I mean, that's a that's a lifelong lesson right there. You know what I'm saying? You'll never forget that lesson. Hell no. Hell no. Okay, so Gator, I want to ask you a question, man. All right, I've heard black people say this before. Um, With me dating black women, right, I've been able to, um, you know, get to know their family, get to know their dynamics. I grew up with a lot of uh, black friends, um, you know, and their mom became my mom and their grandma was like my grandma, you know, and and I got to see the dynamics of the family, right? And... I would notice that with women, with the black women I would date, I would notice that they would have toxic family members, like like mm-hmm. the grandma that didn't like one of her grandkids or didn't like one of the nieces or something. It's like, how do you not like someone in your family, right? But then I went back to, um, at first I thought it was a race thing, but then I kind of went back and looked at how my family dynamics are. Yeah. And, and my grandma has done the same, where she doesn't really fool with us no more now that we've gotten older. I, and I think some of it's disappointment. Um, I've seen her treat, uh, you know, one of my aunts pretty bad, um, kind of disown her for a while and yeah. not like her. And um, it's this toxic family dynamic where, mm. and I don't know, it, it's got to be an old school thing. Because it's like the older grandma's being like, I don't fool with this person. Like, I had an ex. I had an ex, man. She legit did not like my girl. She raised her. This was her granddaughter she raised. And she told her, I don't like you. I love you. God says I have to love you, but I don't like you. Oh, and well. and that, that is toxic, right? Yeah. And, I mean, and have yeah. you experienced, have you seen that? Like in, Because in, I think it's across the board. I thought it was a black thing because I had it's, seen it. Yeah, it's not. It's but not. but it was like I had to look at my family and be like, yo, my mom has cried to me saying that she wished she had her mom love her the way she wanted to love her or or she wasn't close with her grandma or, you know, my, my own grandma being like uh, talking crap about my cousin. That was her grandkid to me. Right. So, And it's toxic, right? That is. Because I, I want to play a clip, but but how do you? What are your thoughts so on that? It's 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 weird when I listen to people say that because you've um, heard this before, haven't I've you? I've heard it. It's very taboo to you talk know, about, but I've we talk it. about the tough topics on the Down Five podcast. Uh, of course. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those people who my family wasn't like that, and I've seen it, you know, from the outside looking in, and you know, just kind of like wow, like why you know because. You know, our our family was kind of propagated on love and things. I mean, I've seen and I I know that there are reasons why a lot of times in certain families, you know, you can love somebody and not like them. You know, not like being around them or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I've seen where, you know, and, and, and this happens a lot in, in, in black families where you'll have somebody in the family who is a toxic person and other people in the family just don't fuck with them because they're toxic. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, matter of fact, I've seen that a lot where, and you have some 
for some reason, black families do this, and I don't understand it. It's something that needs to change. Like you know, don't don't go over there and and and, and mess with 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 Uncle Charlie, because you know Uncle Charlie, he you know he don't need to be around the kids. Yeah, but you that's that's weird though, isn't it? But I mean, if Uncle Charlie don't need to be around the kids, Uncle Charlie probably don't need to be at the gathering. Yeah, you know or, or Uncle Charlie like, need to go to jail. Right? Somebody but, but should we won't, tell but we won't, on Uncle exactly, Charlie. but we won't do that exactly. because we're like that's niching. Yeah, but then you know you do that, but you putting everybody there at the party at risk, like you know of of, of that. What does I that mean, do to you mentally? I, I don't want to sound like a, a therapist, but I'm very curious. What does that do to you mentally? I've never experienced that, but what does that do to you mentally? What did that do um, to you? No, I didn't have it happen to me, but I've but seen, you've seen it. it. What yeah, did I've it do to it you happen. mentally to see that? Um, it made me wonder how valuable. Is family, or you know, it's that blood is thicker than water thing, because you're willing to hurt somebody else in the family to protect this person in the family. When it's almost like I'm willing to cut off my arm because I have a tumor in my in my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just getting the tumor removed mm. and have a healthy arm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're willing to expose the rest of our body to that craziness. I it, to me, it is the most asinine thing that you could possibly do is is allow that type of behavior. And and in the black family, now this is something that I found is, uh, you know, I can't really speak to white families as much, but I've I've witnessed this a lot in a lot of black families that I know of. The, the stuff like that, um, other craziness like. You know, oh, this person, you know, sells drugs or whatever, and, you know, they always got somebody after them and all that kind of mess. But, you know, let them come to the family gather and just make sure that, you know, he don't sit in front of the house. Huh? Wait, why would you want somebody at <laughs> the gathering when, you know, I mean, you want to show love, but it's certain things you just got to, you know, like dis disown. So I get it when people are like, well, you know, I don't I don't like you, blah, 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 blah. But see, I don't like that under messy shit. Like, oh, she thinks she all that. Especially when you're an elder, like, mm-hmm. oh, her little prissy self walking around here, yeah. you know. It's she been like that since she was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And she now fast. she thinks she got a little she education. Fast. She fast. She just, yeah, I mean, those types of things. Yeah, that's that's that bullshit. That's I, that toxic shit. I'll tell you the first time I experienced that, what, what you're saying with, like, somebody being around us that was no good. Yeah. It was like when I was growing up, we had a childhood friend that was still from everybody. Mm. And yeah. What we would do is <laughs> uh, fight them, and then we'd move on. Yeah. Like, my, like, I remember I was taking a nap one day, and I heard some commotion outside, and it was him and my other homeboy, and he was yelling at him, like, man, you took my, took my shoes, man, you stole my CD. Yeah. And he's just, they just fighting in the street. He running, my homeboy punch him in the back of the head and everything, and then they'll be cool a week later. So it was like... We knew that he was up to no good, right? right? And we knew that, like, they would literally say, don't let him in your house when you're not there. Like, watch him. Like, if he come over your house, stay with him. Don't go upstairs yeah. to your room because he'll steal some food out the fridge or he'll do right. this and that. This dude was like a kleptomaniac. And we still continue to hang out with him. And let me tell you why. And I think I can answer your question as to why they keep this person around. Because 
someone feels a close connection with that person. Yeah. So one of our buddies was best friends with him, like his brother. So we couldn't disown him. He was just yeah. part of it, and we just dealt with the BS. But also, this person was really cool, though. Like, he was really cool, and he was really uh. funny, and he kind of set the tone for us <laughs> and set the mood. And that's what happens in the family, too, because believe it or not, Gator, it some does. of them family members do not believe that that uncle's weird. Yeah. They go, Uncle yeah. Joe? Uncle Joe would never do something like that. Yeah. Uncle Joe likes women. He do not like these little girls. These little, what y'all talking about, he be messing with them. He don't do that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a, another reason is the family try to keep the peace. So the people that do believe it and the people that don't believe it, they just let, right. them, they just let them come around because right. for the sake of if they were to really sit down and really try to fix this as a family and be like, do you have proof? And this, that, and the third and really try to figure it out that they know that mm-hmm. would cause a commotion. And Auntie, Auntie Jasmine is not going to talk to Uncle right. uh, Martin no more. And right. then that caused a big family thing. So they just don't want the drama, Gator, and they don't yeah. want to deal with it. We don't want to deal with things as a family. Like we don't. That's why counseling is so important. And that's why I tell everybody, like, it's so important that you should get therapy. Because even if you can't get that person in the room, you go seek help. Right. And that's why I asked you how it made you feel mentally, because I had a cousin that um did some things to somebody that was very close to me, and I didn't find out till about five or six years ago. I haven't been back to Florida. Like we don't I've been living in Georgia since yeah. I was, you know, for for now for about uh, 20 years almost. I've been here like 19 years, so I haven't been bad. I haven't seen this cousin in years. And this person finally came to me and was like, hey, he he used to touch me. Like, he used to do weird mm. stuff to me. I had no idea, Gator. So that could be going on, too. There are family members that just don't know about Uncle Jim. Right. So, um, oh, let me play this clip, though. Th- right. th- this, is, this encapsulates what I'm talking about with the toxic grandmas. Look at this. Okay. And this is on Ayana Saved My Life. You know yeah, that show? Yeah. Okay, listen to this. After this ad. <laughs> After these I'm messages. I'm so sick of it. We'll this is on right Worldstar, back. too. You think, you, you try to escape it, you go, I'm going to go to Worldstar. <laughs> and this is what happens. All right. Okay. Jaden had a question she wanted to ask you. I don't know what it is. But I'm going to try to work with it to the best of my ability. <laughs> okay? Grandma. I just want to know. I want you to see grandma's face. You never liked me. Why you always talked about me. Why you always talked about my mother in front of me. I just want to understand why. Okay. Let me answer that. Um, <clears throat> I love all of my grandchildren and my children. I can't say that I like all of them or all of you. And you're one of them that I don't like. She she just gone. So let me ask you a question. Wait a minute. What does that mean? That means I don't like her. So it's like, what did I do to you? Why do you think you did anything? Make it make sense, please. It doesn't make sense. It does not at all. That that's not your stuff. That's her stuff. Don't know it. Don't take that on this day. I would rather find my fault out than I sit in front of one of my grandchildren and say I don't like it. Exactly. Exactly. See, that's a different monster right there. See, that's some that's that's some toxic ass. But do you see how when we were first talking about it, you were like, well, you know, sometimes you don't like everybody. 
and you were kind of like excusing it and then you see it for yourself and you're like, oh, that's hurtful. See, something like that. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a completely different monster because what that is, is that that's that that grandmother has had there's something else there yeah and it could be her own bitterness like like old girl said you know that's her that she ain't had a husband next to her either right exactly it could be the that bitterness that 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 she got you know what i'm saying see that's different like i know i've seen people alienate people in the family because like you know like you said like a kleptomaniac or or you know saying somebody they got some thoughts about as far as like maybe pedophilia or something like that that's a different monster what she did just there is like literally like you know this little girl's like you know why you didn't you know why you never like me why you would always talk about you know my mom and friend and and it always makes you feel like something else happened maybe grandma was bitter that you know she had the child young and now her child's got a child and she just i don't know you know i don't know whatever that sounds like some personal problems that grandma got that she need to get fixed well that's what that's what ayana says she was like you know the daughter was like make this make sense like tell me why you don't like me she's like hold on why does there got to be a reason? That's her own issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's her problem. And a lot of times, see, because what happens is we can deal with somebody that we don't like as well not liking us. But not family, though. It could be some co-worker or whatever. We could deal with that. You don't like me? F you. Two mil fingers? I don't, give, I don't care. But for someone like your grandma or your favorite cousin or right. your, your sister, for someone that's your blood to look at you and be, because and family's all you got, mm-hmm. for them to look at you and be like, I love you, but I don't like you. And it's that's almost worse. Right. To like, well, how do you love me but not like me? Like, it it, it confuses you. It makes you feel. You know, it makes you wonder Something's too, wrong with you. It makes you feel like something's wrong. What's, and, what do I do? And, and one of the things that I look at in that scenario, too, is that they don't really get into like, in that clip, the why, you know, I, I don't know. I got to track girl. this episode down. I want to yeah. see it. Like, I don't know the girl. She might, you know, maybe she didn't like her because of whatever reason. I mean, I still don't know if it's a valid enough reason, you know what I'm saying? Because it'd be different if, you know, oh, it's because you steal money out of my purse all the time. And you da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I, I get it. But, of course, no context. But I feel just looking at it as it is right there, yeah, grandma dead ass wrong. You gonna literally, you know, sit there in front of your, your, you know. I mean, she didn't have to say that. Certain things you just ain't got to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I love you. I love all my grandkids. Stop. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know, I ain't got to like you. To love. Oh, that's some bull. Erica said, old people in black families value secrets and outward appearance over communication. Oh man! And the black that, sheep is often the person who exposes the messed up stuff that's going on in the family. That's that deep, Erica. True. No, that's deep. That's What's she saying in the beginning? I want to highlight that. That's it's like that old people in black families value secrets and outward appearance over communication. That that, yeah, that the appearance of our family's not messed up. We have a great family. Right. Exactly. The appearance. Exactly. Wow, that's deep, Erica. That's, you know that's good. Oh, well, that's a good point too, Erica. Like I say, that grandmother reminds her of something, and that's the crazy mess from her past that she hasn't dealt with. That grandmother's a bitter person. Yeah, sounds like she's so bitter to me. It sounds like she, you know, and like I said, it could be somewhere she felt like, you know, I wanted my, you know, my life to turn out as good and blessed as your life is, but I had to work hard to do it, and you don't appreciate it, so I'm gonna be bitter, and I'm not gonna like you, and that. You know how many people can't talk to their grandma? Like, you can't even sit down and talk 
to them and be I, like, hey, this is what hurts me. And to hear them validate it, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're literally going to say, oh, well, you know, it just is what it is type stuff. Right. They don't want to have that conversation. Right. I, I, I can honestly say through everything that I've been through in life, one of the things that I, I really cherished and blessed was blessed by was the fact that, you know, I had such a close relationship with my with my grandmother. Mm. Like, That's you beautiful. know, I would, you know, sit there and just talk with her, you know, because, I mean, we lived together. So, you know, she gave me a lot of my, I always say that, like, you know, I valued everything that my mom and my grandmother gave me. And they, they did their best to raise me and my, uh, me and my brother. And, you know, my grandmother really put that, that whole, like, the, the ethics <laughs> and stuff in me. And, you know, there's a lot of times when, you know, I could talk to my mom about anything, but I could talk to my grandmom about anything, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like my grandmother would be just giving it to me a hundred percent raw and real, you know, and I always appreciated that. So it, it, it hurts to see when people can't have that kind of relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and a lot of times, especially with women, man, like that's, that's you a cherished that's relationship. Most, you yeah. think that's what's the most toxic Probably amongst the the yeah the mom uh, the grandma being either bitter or jealous about the daughter yep. or the grandkids yeah because you know you ever you, man you see this sometimes a black family like um, maybe it's like one of the daughters is lighter than the other one you see that and a then lot. maybe get some treatment you better treatment or or they or it's not even about color they just favor a grandkid well you know the crazy part about that if you look at that clip. The, the 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 daughter and her daughter are dark skinned and the grandma and the was grandma light skinned, is light skinned. Mm. and and it literally could be something just that deep like yeah you know but she's not saying? gonna say that she's not gonna say that she's no. not gonna admit that no. but I've seen that happen in families too where mm-hmm. you know oh you know it happened I had to me because I was urban baby yeah. and da, 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 you know what I'm saying that that kind of stuff yeah, it happened that, that to me because I was more urban and you know I'm I'm urban yeah yeah and I come from country. Country bumpkin, and all my other cousins are out hunting deer, and yeah. they wear these fit army fatigue shirts, and I'm right. over here with you they know these Levi jeans with a tall white tee, and I was treated different. I was, yeah. yeah I mean, it was like you might as well be black. That's how they treated me. Right, right, right. And, and, and that's and, hurtful. Right, in your situation especially because you know you know how your 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 grandparents felt about. You know, what I'm, I'm still struggling with that. Yeah, I've I've lost a lot of respect for them, and I and I don't I don't think I can even have that conversation with them. Like, that's what I mean by like you can't even do it. It's so taboo to have a conversation because, you know, my granddad used to tell me growing up, hey, um, he go DJ, uh, you work with them, you go to school with them, but mm-hmm. you don't hang out with them, you don't right. deal with them, you know, you don't fool with them, you fool with them when you have to, and right. he would tell me that, and um. To think about it now is like you tried to you try to continue this curse of racism. Like you tried to instill it Basically. in me. Why did you do that Basically. to me? Like that's that's hurtful. Right. And and, and, and the sad part comment. about it is that a lot of them they don't know no better. And that's what I'm I, saying. Say They're that, not gonna see my point of view. Right. And when I say don't know no better, what I mean is that some people um are woefully ignorant mm-hmm. and they will continue to propagate that ignorance. On the future generations, there's 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 a reason why you know racism didn't die, and <laughs> you it know, hasn't died, and it hasn't died. And to be completely honest, it, it will never die. I mean, I don't see 
any scenario where there will not be someone out there who don't like somebody else out there because of the color of their skin. You know, I mean, that that's that's what it is. I mean, but, you know, I mean, that's that's what life is. They got people who don't like fat people. They got people mm-hmm. who don't like, you know, um, hell, in the black community. They got people, there's always light skin versus dark skin. And they yeah, get real like. Up. I see yeah. that amongst my friends. Yeah. They make a lot of jokes, but. Yeah, but there's some they're deep feeding into the agenda. Under, yeah, yeah I don't like it when they're like. Uh, I mean, it's kind of funny when they do the light skinned dudes when they be like, you yeah, know, they cry and then yeah. that's how they lubricate the vagina <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. It's, yeah. like, it's so stupid, yeah. but but at the same time, it's like y'all really shouldn't be feeding into this mm-hmm. because you got white people to see that and they're laughing at it. Right, they're not getting that. No, there's pain behind this. I mean, behind exactly. every joke. And especially exactly. with com- comedy, like we talk about the greatest comedians, like Richard Pryor, so much pain. I mean, yeah, when you talk yeah. about his relationship with his dad, so much toxicity. Like, there's a lot of pain behind comedy. Exactly, you man. You got some comments? Oh, yeah, definitely. Eric was like, most people who show favoritism don't even consciously know why they do it. It's just very deep and subconscious, which is very true. You know, a lot of times you don't know why you don't like this person. You just don't like them. And it, I don't agree it would with take, that. It would take some kind of some sort of like psychoanalyzation to 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 be like, oh, I don't like them because you know they remind me of this person or you so know. So you've liked you've disliked someone before and didn't know why you didn't like them. Okay? Um, I say I've gotten a vibe off of somebody before. You didn't like their vibe. Yeah, I've 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 had that before where I didn't like a particular I can see that. vibe. You know, and, and, and subconsciously, I just was like, there's something going on with this person. And normally, that'd be, I was right. Because Same. it was, yeah, you know, something about them just wasn't, and I think that's an instinctual thing. Like, you're programmed to, you know, to stay clear of danger to a certain extent. When you have somebody that comes into the midst that there's just not a, a correct vibe going on, there's something happening with this person... You know, you got to kind of listen to it and be like, you know what? I'm not going to continue to reach out to this person because there's something subconsciously that's telling me I got to stay away from this. Let me ask you a question. This is a tough one. Have you ever dated a girl and didn't like maybe their sister or their brother, like someone really close to them, or didn't like one of their best friends, but you you could never say it because she would always try to get you to hang out with them, and you're like, oh, I'm busy. Because, like, I did that. (laughs) I did that. I've done done that that. before. I've done that before. Give me me the scenario. Because I've I've had... Paint that picture. I've had um, girls that I've dated where they friends kind of rubbed me the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? And How'd you do I, and I caught that vibe and I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, um, I tried my best not to hang around them. And and now sometimes you you couldn't get around that and you just have to tolerate it for a little bit. But for the most part, I tried my best not to hang around them. You know, and it was like, you know, I ain't trying to be funny, <laughs> but I'm just not, you know, I, I, I'm not rocking like that with them. You know, I mean, that's just... Sometimes you got and sometimes you got to be vocal about it. Like you know, I mean, I know that's your girl. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I know that's your girl. Okay, but... look, look. Okay, look, look. I wanted to tell this girl so bad. Like her sister and they that side of the family, 
What's the say? What it be to me? What they say on Facebook? They be like, it is so ghetto. <laughs> yeah. Got be wanting to be like, it's too much for me, mm. and I gets ratchet, but I can't deal with that level of ignorance. I just can't. Mm. I can't deal with they yelling it like they yell all the time. Like I can't. That's just I can't stand it. I could never get. I didn't have the heart though because she was so close with with her sister. Yeah. That I didn't have the heart to be like because they was they liked me. Where is he? When's he coming? Right, right. And, and I don't had. I didn't have the heart to be like. All right, I'll be honest with you. I don't like hanging around them. Like they're really like. And I'm white, so you I can't really say they too ghetto. <laughs> right, right. Because then she's like, "You're racist." <laughs> right, exactly. I knew you were. Right. <laughs> and it's like, damn. But, yeah. <laughs> but but no, I just I can't. Foiled again. I can't do it. Say it again. <laughs> say it again. I mean, but but. Yeah, I've been in that position. You understand I've what been I'm in saying? That scenario before. You understand what I'm I saying, trying, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I hang around civilized people. I see. <laughs> this what this what makes me so not racist. I hang around. My friends are civilized. All my friends are black. On, on the contrary, I don't believe black people are ghetto. I mm-hmm. that's not my experience. But when they are, I steer clear. I don't like dealing with it. Yeah, and that's just what it is. So for me, my experience. Is that my friends don't act like that, and and also my friends aren't very oh hi huh hip to do they're not like that they're like right. we we kick it See, but we're civilized we get ratchet sometimes we like to drink and, and act uh, stupid yeah I was, that's what I was just about but to say. but it's in the right between, environment right there's a difference between ghetto and ratchet like we gonna act up at my house tonight we gonna act up a little bit yeah but if we go to a restaurant amongst civilized people. I'm not gonna have nobody around me. To, ah, you uh, stupid, bro. You, <laughs> you dumb, right, bro. Right. You finna smoke that weed. I'm like, I don't like that. That's right. just not me. Right, and, and and see, and that's what it is. There's a difference between ghetto and ratchet. Like I can deal, <laughs> yeah. I can deal with ghetto people, ghetto people, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know you some, can't deal with ratchet. I know black people that's ghetto. I know white people that's ghetto. I me? know all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just say me. I wouldn't even say you. I wouldn't even say you. you. I know white people that's ghetto. No, no. Hey, you know what you should do? You should look at me. About, you should be like, I know white people that's ghetto. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not referencing One you. One particularly. I'm not referencing you. Like, yeah, no, I know, no, no. I, I know some ghetto motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, some, some, like, <laughs> goddamn, dog. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you, you son? Look, you see. <laughs> You seen like I remember we were gonna have Trill on. Remember I yeah. told you it was around the first time we start kind of having guests, and I told you that my people are good. If I bring my people on, you are like I brought Chauncey on. Yeah. And looking at Chauncey, he looks like he might be kind of you know uh, on a rough side. You know what I'm saying? Look yeah. like he might have been in a few bumps and scuffles. And then you get to talking to him, you're like, wow, this dude is just a really good guy, yeah. right? And just like Raph. Look at Raph. Raph is like rough and rugged, but then you get to talking to him and he's just a really good guy. Right, that's right. my friends. Right. That, all my friends are like that. That's why me and Raph hit it off. He reminds me of my friends. Because right. yes, we do come from a, a you know, from the hood or whatever, but we civilize. Like my mm-hmm. homie Trey, I was gonna have on tattoos on his face. The initial appearance is this dude has not much good to say. And then you get to talking to him, you're like, wow, this guy's a really good guy. Yeah. He's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, see that, but see that. Like I said again, there there lies the difference because you can talk to to people who who grew up a little bit disadvantaged and a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Ratchet motherfuckers. That's a different story. Well, give me the what's the difference between ghetto and ratchet? So, I feel like they're the same. No. Okay, give me an example. No. So ghetto no. is <laughs> no. <laughs> you put some emphasis on it. Uh, no. 
So you, you remember no. the, the, the example that we gave a little while ago about, you know, taking them to a restaurant and they be loud and, you know, obnoxious and all that kind Is of that stuff. Ratchet Some to people can, can, can consider that ghetto. I don't feel like that's oh, necessarily okay. ghetto. You're having a good time. You know what I'm saying? You're having a good time, blah, 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 blah. Ratchet okay, is... Yeah. Doing all the, the 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 most extra, like yeah, we loud and talking and having a good time, but now you know, oh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm looking on people plate and asking them all what they eating, and I oh, gone out here and I just started like you know spilling stuff on the floor oh, and all that kind that. of stuff. You know what's ratchet? You know, doing all kind of dumb shit. <laughs> you know what's ratchet? And okay. I, I don't care who agrees with me or disagrees. It might be an unpopular opinion. If you come out to eat with me and you want to dispute your ticket. Every time we go out, you want to dispute your bill. That's that's rat. That's that's like in between ghetto and ratchet to me. Like I feel like that I'm not bougie, <laughs> but but I got friends that literally every time it's something. Oh, oh, well, yeah. oh I ain't like this drink. Oh, you charged me for that. Oh, I ain't asked for extra blue cheese. It's like, what are you doing? Right, right. Because if right. you're coming out to eat, like this is my thing. Just say you don't got money like that right now. Just say. You right. never know. I might pay for your meal. Right. Just tell me what it is. I like that. Because uh-huh. she said, "Ghetto is where you from. Ratchet is the state of mind." Yeah, ratchet. ratchet <laughs> oh yeah, I ratchet like that. Is it's different. Like <laughs> it's ratchet different. is just like like you could be ghetto. Would you and date a ratchet. ghetto woman? I've dated many ghetto women. <laughs> but you did, wouldn't date a ratchet woman. I don't want to date no ratchet. I've dated a couple ratchet ones too. And I didn't realize how ratchet... Ratchet is when you do illegal shit on the, <laughs> on the regular. But you scamming. But you, you a scamming motherfucker. Yeah, you scamming. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've dated a few ratchets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like... I didn't realize they was ratchet at first. Yeah. And then it was like... Damn, you ratchet as hell. Like the girl who I told you changes her name every two years. Oh... You That's gotta saying? be ratchet. Like, like legally changes her name every two years. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying to fly under bill collectors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, and and she forges checks and does all kind of you know craziness. And it's like, yeah, you ratchet as fuck. Well, <laughs> let's expound on the state of mind. Ghetto is a ghetto. Oh, is, well, no, she said ghetto is where you're from. Yeah. Well, let's expound on that. But you could be. Ghetto. Are you able to outgrow where you're from? Heck yeah. And I mean, then, like, a, how do you do that? But then you can also have, like, ghetto could be, you know, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do, you know, what I can to make it. You know what I'm saying? I had to scrub, you know, struggle and survive, but I'm making it. You know, I'm getting through it. Ratchet is like, man, I'm going to lie, cheat, steal, kill, do whatever I got to do. Because you're from that. <laughs> you know yeah, what that was you from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you come from. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, like, Eric would say, ratchet is ruthlessness. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Ratchet is ruthlessness. Eric is stupid. Ratchet is ruthlessness. It is. <laughs> hey, you, ever, you ever try having an argument with a, hey, with a ratchet they be, person? They, they, be, they be cutthroat as hell. Eh, eh, eh. They don't even let you talk. Eh, right. eh, what, eh, what, eh, right. yep, I am, I am that bit, yeah. Yeah. See, ghetto is <laughs> ghetto disputing is like, the ticket. I'll argue with you. Ghetto is disputing that ticket. Yeah, that is Ratchet ghetto. Ratchet is walking out on that ticket. <laughs> I ain't paying for this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and leaving you at the table like, man, I hope you had the money to pay for it. My bad. Anyway, what we doing tonight? No, COVID. Yeah, right. we got to, listen, we have to address these tickets. If you're going to, listen, let's just. I've had that happen before, too. Oh. Let, let's just address this. If you are going to go out to eat 
you're expecting to spend at least $50. Are we being fair here? You should be, yeah. And that's like low end maybe, but if you're going out to eat, you're expecting to spend $50. So if you're disputing the ticket, it's ghetto to me because why did you come out if you're going to be so frugal? If I'm going out, as long as they didn't charge me for something I didn't order, I'm not disputing it. Right. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, well... I know y'all have a policy where if somebody don't like a drink, ain't got to pay for it, and I didn't like this drink because it wasn't made right, and all this other stuff. What are you doing right yeah. now? Why? Yeah. And, and then you got me sitting there just like looking like see a little embarrassed. You can go places with ghetto folks and be like, oh lord, you know they crazy. Oh, yeah. But you can't go nowhere because you, right, you gonna be sitting there like, man, you embarrassed. Like, you, <laughs> like what is going <laughs> hey, on? I had this one day. I was on set, right? And, and this is the this is probably one one of the most annoyed I've ever been in my life. All right, so this was ratchet to me. I was on set, and one of the extras, he was sitting with me. And we both ordered wings. Yeah. And he was over there eating, but mind you, eating like mm, loud. Like yeah. it was annoying. Like, why are you smacking? You're like 43 years old. Like, this dude's grown. Yeah. So then I ordered my wings, and he literally, he's eating like this, watching me. Watching me eat my wings. Uh, and then he's going, uh, Well, that good right there, ain't it? That ain't good, ain't it? Tell me it's good. It's good, ain't it? Like he was talking sexually in a food. <laughs> like he was talking, it was very food sexual to me. To me, it was sexual. <laughs> he's food he's sexual. like, That good right there, ain't it? That thing about good, ain't it? Hey, hey. oh, no. Hey. Hey, hey, what up. you got on? Hey, what is that over there? I'm like, Dude, I got the same thing you well, got. I, will be I got the same this. thing you got. It drives me nuts. You know how they have pet peeves? Bru- that's you know mine. what one of my pet peeves is? Worrying about what I'm eating. No, no, not even that. Because oh, that is my... Don't even I talk don't about like my food. I don't like when motherfuckers point at my yeah, food. Yeah, don't do that. Like, it's oh. something about that. Yeah, and you he was your finger licking his my... finger. Yes. Oh, yeah, we would have fought. Now, granted... I would have had to be like, say, bro, what's good? <laughs> yeah, say, bro. Hey, look, that's when New hey. Orleans come out. Hey, what's happening? Yeah, what's happening? What's happening, man? You up... Bro, you see me eating, though. Yo, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see me eating, bro. Hey, look, though, Gator. So my plate, now granted, it's not this close. My, like, my plate's here, but his finger about right here where he's just like, that good right there. What, what that is right there? I'm like, dude, I'm. it's the same thing you got. You got the same <laughs> thing. He said, hey, let me get one. I said, no. <laughs> I'm not giving you one. I'm not sharing with you. Bro, man. We grown. No. Grown-ass dude, bro. Don't I'm ask not me giving you food, a wing. Dog, bro. Why are you no, doing that? Hey, bro, you know what I would do? Uh, I would bro. rather... Oh, I would no, rather man, this, Gator. No Gator, I would rather this. I would rather you be like, man, man, I want some wings. I ain't got it like that. I will buy you some wings, man. Right. If you want some wings, here, here, bro, I'll cash app you. What is it? $10? Go get you some wings. Leave me alone, though. Leave mine bro. alone. And I, then he over there... Hey, that, that good right there. Hey, what is it? That's lemon pepper. Bro, you know it's lemon pepper. Bro. You, and you're black. You know bro. these are hot wings with lemon. You can't smell that? Bro. Because he's eating his hot wings on top of that. See. So that's two against you already that you know what I'm eating. You so you're being sexual your mouth, with me. Bro. I should have no. yelled and been like, bro. stop being sexual with my wings. Bro. And everybody just wouldn't have looked. I know, right? They would have been looking like, like oh, shit. <laughs> Say, bro. So hey, that's the thing black they, people do, though. I, I ain't going to lie. When they I want what you got. They'll act like they don't know what you have. No, like, what that look, salt vinegar chips? Look, look, you can't read these it chips. It ain't just black people, because you know who, you <laughs> I, know don't who do I get that from. A white lot. people don't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, 
no. I get this from coworkers a lot. Yeah. And it be like, oh, it yeah, be like the white Coward. women, like, oh, that sure looks tasty. Yes, leave me alone. And I'll be like, man, I know you want some, yeah. but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go there with it. Leave me alone. You don't have any extra in the fridge, do you? <laughs> uh, leave me alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? I hate, bro. When I see a grown man, bro, yeah. eating. He eating already, but then he point like, man, let me get that right there. What? Yeah, nah, you wildin'. Nah, yeah. you wildin', bro. You got you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to go. That, that so... Eric <laughs> said, get on those to struggle, but you don't let it define you. Ratchet people feel like the world owes them something, which is true. You know what ratchet is too? Mm-hmm. Because they got white folk that ratchet too. Because yeah. the same thing I was talking about just now. I get ratchet when I'm mad. I've seen a bunch of um like people like you know how you bring lunch to work and you know, you ready to get your lunch warmed up and <laughs> yeah. eat and you go in there and, and your shit gone. Somebody took your lunch. <laughs> That's so messed and up. Ate, That's never happened. Your to lunch. And I it's would like, fight. It's like, wait a minute. That's when the ratchet come out. One of y'all Raggedy motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Which one are you? Raggedy mother. It happened to my partner Charles. We was at work, bro, Uh and Charles was like, he had had this 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 burrito like rice thing. It was a Chipotle thing, as a matter of fact, bro. That's a tough one to bring. He had brought that shit into work, and. I asked him because I was about to go to the little seafood place and say, You want something? Like, no, I'm good, man. I got my Chipotle. So I'm like, Okay, cool. I get back to the job. He and that bitch, he like his face was red, red. Oh, no. I was like, What hell, man? Somebody ate my fucking food. <laughs> and I was like, What? Say, Somebody ate my fucking food. And, I, and they didn't eat all of it. So he showed me the thing, motherfucker cut a piece of his fucking burrito oh, no. and shit, okay. took some of the rice, right. and 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 and, and okay. left half of the motherfucker. I, I'm gonna take it from here. At that point, <laughs> you know that's worth fighting for. Yeah, that's some Cause, shit. Because I don't <laughs> care, I don't care how minute it is. You stole from me. For real. You grabbed my stuff. For real. And you had the audacity. Yo, let me find out who did Ooh. that, bro. You know what Ooh. I would do though? Since we're in the workplace. And I have to be civilized to a certain extent. You understand that your pins are going missing. If I find out who you are, yeah. your pins going missing. Your computer's going to be broke down tomorrow. You're going to lose your job next <laughs> week. I, your wife's going to know who you're sleeping with at yeah, the job. Right. Like I'm petty, petty. <laughs> right? I, 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 listen, See, I'm, listen, I'm Tom Petty. <laughs> I'm, I'm the race car petty. driver. Let me tell you something. No, that's Richard Petty. Richard Petty. Yeah, I'm Richard Petty. Okay, I'm Richard Petty, and I I am Petty Petty. It's scary that I knew that. All you, f- yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, so... it's the gumbo. <laughs> yeah, that's that gumbo right there <laughs> mixed that, up in there. That's that mixed up gumbo. You can hang out with anybody. Oh, um, but oh, yeah, I did a gumbo this week finally? Oh, you did a gumbo? Did you yeah, eat it all? Yeah. You ate it all. I ate it all. Oh. Unfortunately. Well, why did you tell it? Oh, I, I just mentioned it because I thought about the fact that I did do gumbo. I'm doing another one next week though. If you'd have ate it, if you'd have ate it next to me, I would have been like, "Well, that good right there." What that <laughs> I would have been like, "Hey, that's that, that sausage right there. With that, that chicken sausage." I would have been like, "What the? F- what that is that gumbo right there?" <laughs> I would have been that's sitting there like, right "I would have been upset too." I hey, like, when, when somebody licked their finger and come your way, it's very. It made me feel uncomfortable sexually. <laughs> it really did. It goes back to the sexual. <laughs> Just for that. 
Clip it, 129 on oh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all so childish, man. <laughs> you are so childish. You are so childish, man. Hey, you ever dated a girl that was childish? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, she tit for tat? Like, yes. She just tit for tat? I have definitely done that. And I hate you know this. What? How would you feel if I did that? Right, right. <laughs> Women love to say that. How would you feel if I did something like that? I'd be like, well, you'd be single. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I mean. I'm like, so you're going to break up with me? No, I'm not. But if I did it, I'd be like, yeah. So Erica said, lace it with laxatives next time. <laughs> oh, I, I should But you know what? He didn't That's think a good about one, that Erica. That's a good one. If he, he does that to that me again on set... Oh boy. I I I S H I T U not Gator. <laughs> I I will have some vengeance against this guy. You, hey, bro, you could you could. There's like a clear laxative that you probably could use to throw on there. Yeah, and he wouldn't know the difference until he started bubbling around that month. I'm about to get Hollywood. <laughs> I'm about to get Hollywood, and I'm gonna go to the director, and I'm gonna be like, I know I have a small role in this film, but I'm important too, and you keep that guy away from me, and right. I don't want extras talking to me. So you gotta go to you know what. That guy, I need him gone. Yeah, I need him gone. I need him gone. He's okay. bad for the set. He's bad for the movie. I can't work in these kind of conditions. Right. And you know what? That's probably why that girl didn't talk to me. When I was trying to do the scene and she was the extra oh. that was supposed to be. I can't wait for y'all to see this film when it come out. Y'all going to see the girl I'm talking about. I was sitting at the table and she wouldn't talk to me. Yeah. Maybe she felt like, oh, he, he feeling himself. Like, mm. I, don't, I can't talk to this guy. It, it probably don't even want me talking to him. Maybe. Well, she could just be racist. Dang. <laughs> oh, that sucks. It's so taboo to be racist. She's not racist, though. Nah, I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, she's slipping sliding in the DMs from time to oh, time. Oh, well, yeah. So well, she maybe, can't be. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe she like, I like him, and mm. I don't want to. Yeah, maybe it was something like that. Girls are weird, man. Just come out and say you feel. Just say you want the D. Just say it. Why exactly. can't y'all just say it? I had that situation recently. I think well, I, I don't want to look like the type of girl whole, like tirade that's about this forward. a couple weeks ago. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Well, I got some flack for that too because I just went on a tirade about it. But hey, oh, you know, I got the flack. <laughs> last, last episode. Um, you know what? I'm gonna be honest, man. Um, we're coming to the end. I gotta say this though. Um, oh, go ahead. If I get in a relationship again, I do not want her a part of this show. Like what I did before, I'm changing the game. Yeah. I, um, I, I, if, I, if I decide to date a new girl or whatever, I don't want her listening to the podcast. Because mm -hmm. the thing is, remember we used to talk about how we are on that. the pod is this times 10? We're yeah. just us times 10. So yep. here's the thing. And this, this has happened a few times where I meet a girl... And she's just, oh, you're such a good guy. You're sweet. You open doors. You're you're so respectful. I really like you. And, and then, then and then all podcast. of a sudden, they start treating me weird. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, what's going on? Like, you 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 short? Were you being short with me on the phone? What's going on? And they're like, I don't know. I listen to your podcast, and I, I don't want to deal with that type of energy. What do you mean? 
<laughs> why? Like you just don't listen to the podcast then. Yeah. Just know, just get to know me for who I am. And then on the podcast, yeah, I share certain views, but but like I said, this is us times ten. Like we're raw on this show. We're right. so honest and raw that this is not how we are or how anyone should be in real life. <laughs> Never. <laughs> like this is not how anyone should be in real <laughs> Yo, life. <laughs> to, to, to go out in the real world and. And be as honest as we are on this podcast and as raw as we are on this podcast is that would never be acceptable in society. And I think that's why you guys love this show so much is because right. we can pretty much say anything. But you, you think I would make R. Kelly jokes? At, at, in my workplace, you think some, I would it's make some locker room talks? That's the best yeah, way I describe it. Like Trump said recently, I said it's it was locker like, room talk. Yeah, it's locker room talk. And that's why when he said that, and people was like. Locker room talk. Everybody said that except for like the jocks and the people who've actually been in the locker uh-huh. room. And then they'd be like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah." I've 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 done that before because <laughs> you know what? If you've ever played any sports, uh-huh. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, I will say I've never had a friend say he just willfully grabbing girls by the vagina. I think I've, that would have kind of been a little I, odd. I've had friends. I have not had friends that. to be like, "Yo, I come up to her, and the next thing I know, I'm grabbing her by the butt," and I just be like, "I, you're gonna go to jail soon. Like, right. well, you're well, not you gonna would, be free for you too would long. think that. However, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying." I already told you, it depends on how handsome the guy is. Yeah, yeah, I think if you find, find. If if the Rock rock comes up to a a girl and it's like, you know, just just grabs the pussy and just like, hey, you know, whatever, then she's going to be like, oh, that's negative, but maybe it's manly? You know what <laughs> I'm like saying? trying to like, make an excuse right, for it. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. If you ugly, don't ever do it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like never do it anyway. Most me whether too. you're ugly or good, yeah, yeah, you never do it do, anyway. Well, these do are it jokes. Anyway. Exactly. A disclaimer. We're should just do kidding. It anyway. Yeah. But I'm just saying that most me too motherfuckers is is the dudes are ugly as shit. Yeah. You don't see handsome motherfuckers getting me too. Um I also want to say this. Um I think I'm I think I'm average looking. Um so I've been watching this show on YouTube. You say <laughs> I know it's random, but I, I wanted to bring this up on this pod because uh, I was watching this show, a uh, guy named Kevin Samuels, and he's like one of those oh, alpha we male channels, about him yeah. The other day, yeah. And they were talking. He was talking about the rating scale when women call in. He's like, rate yourself, but you can't use a seven. <clears throat> and um, oh yeah, you're queen. Yeah, that's average. Yeah, that's his female average thing. I was like, hey, honestly, just. I, not going to hurt my feelings. It totally hurt my feelings. But I was like, not going to hurt my feelings. Just rape me. She's like, okay, well, you'd be a seven. I'm like, can't use a seven. She's like, oh, okay. Um, Well, then you'd be a six. And I was like, but that's... She's like, yeah, but you just explained the scale to me. You said Beyonce's a 10, so then you're a six. <laughs> I'm like, why can't I be an eight? And she's like, I mean... When you put yourself together, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Why am I going to the gym four times a week to try to I mean, upgrade? Bruh. But then, you know what? She she did say this, though. Um, people aren't that simple to rate. Because once you once you get to know somebody, they get extra points. Like yeah. face value, you might have met a five or a six, right? Cause if, you can't, if you can't use a seven. Because most people are average, yeah, which yeah. is true. Most of us are average. We're not like Brad. I'm no Brad Pitt. I know that. So, but when you get to know somebody, like, you know, like, I'm sure women do this. They'd be like, mm, he's kind of cute. But then they get to know him and say, oh, he got a good job. Oh, he take care of business. Damn, that's sexy. Oh, he a seven. Oh, and he got good D. Oh, he an eight. Yeah. And it's big. 
I don't know, girl. He's like a nine for real, for real to me. You know what it I mean? Could, and yeah. then we get to know women like that too, where I see at face value, I'm like, mm, she was in the grocery store. She wasn't really too put together. She's a six or a, she's average. Yeah. But then when I see her, she got the weed, you know, the wig on and she got everything going together and you know, you can't see the lace front on it. It's just on point and yeah. this, and because I like long hair. I don't care how you get it, just just have long hair. And um she's on point and you like, dang, she kinda ate. Yeah, you can get the 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 only thing is that if they put the lashes on, then I gotta degrade I gotta take two points. Oh, I love the lashes. I don't like them big bushy bushy lashes. I love all that ratchet. It. You talking yeah, about see, eyebrows? That's, that's rat. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the, 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 the lashes. The you know the ones when that, they talk and move. <laughs> yeah, like, what's your name? It's Brittany. When she can blow up in the air like, <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> right. When she drag her words, they spread. I'm a ten. Boy, yeah, girl. That shit. Yeah, that's that's this shit made it look like a fraggle. Yeah, a fraggle rock and shit, bro. I, I, fraggle rock. Bro, I, oh man, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. I love it. Bro, I can't like I love I, yo, I, I love some, the wigs, like, I love the, the, the lashes. lashes. Fine I like the eyebrows being if on they're point. They're like pretty presentable. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're not like this big. They just literally like the lashes are are, you know, just just a little accent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's when these motherfuckers come out there with paintbrushes on their fucking face. And they just, you know what I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Like what, I don't like that. Like what? What I took the now. most weave? Your head or your eyelashes? See them, I like, can't stand. I mean, my eyelashes, but the thing yeah. is, I think it's cute. Your mm-hmm. eyelashes should never extend further off of your face than your nose. See, when that happens. You got a problem. And that's brought to you by the Down 5 Podcast. Exactly. I want to thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Down 5 Podcast. Also, Live underscore Down 5. We also yeah, yeah, have yeah. a website, uh, down5podcast.com. And once again, I'm just going to keep saying the merch is coming soon. Oh, man. What, what, we what, falling on hard times here? right now. huh? Uh, one last comment. Freddie said, I'm the same person to 24-7. Y'all real, though, and I love it. No homo. He's referring to the uh, the locker room talk thing. He said, but I feel you. The way I am with my boys, I can't be the same way when I'm with my girl. Yeah. yeah now, that's – and it's, it does sound <laughs> kind of gay, but I get what you're saying, man. And we love you back. Oh, yeah. Definitely we love, love you, back. you back, man. You did you, – you said you loved us, though. Yeah. Which is good because we want everybody to love us. Yeah. But why did you say time. no homo? Are you are you paranoid <laughs> around us? Do you think we would call you gay because you said you loved us? You know, that's that, see, that's the problem. And that with you men. said you treat your we as men need to like embrace. Yeah, but you know what? Other. We make people paranoid because we say so many gay jokes that they can't even feel like they can say they love right, us without giving true. a caveat. That is very true. <laughs> it's okay, man. We love you back. You look like a handsome young man. I can see in the picture right oh, there. Yeah. No homo. Exactly, you know. We, 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 what's, what's the other way to say it? <laughs> Is it? It's no homo, and there's something you say sometimes. Pause. Pause. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, you yeah. can say anything. This guy's sexy as shit. Pause. Right. Right. You can okay. say whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it because I don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I got. Them. I'm still building them up, man. <laughs> I'm still building them up, man. But yeah, that's that's how the youngins do. You can say anything you want if it's positive. Right, like you said, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yep. We we gotta we gotta we gotta fight that because ain't nobody gonna fight it but yeah. us. Because the women, they don't care. They just be like, eh. and women can say what they want. Yeah, women. Oh, she's they want. sexy. And you're just like, right? Huh? Women can say that shit, and you just look at them yeah, like, right. you be like, Ooh. I love it, but huh? Right, exactly. Like you shouldn't <laughs> be saying that shit. 